0: Not better about it at all.
1: Hi, my name is Tav Tatro, And I'm Lauren Learman. And welcome to the Performance Anxiety Podcast, where we sit, I'd say, ah, whenever we feel like it, with... Uh, people that have been in all different types of artistic performing. Uh, So
2: we're here with our first guest. This is Kristen Ruka. Dr. Kristen Ruka is a science communicator with a PhD in molecular and integrated physiology. She hosts the science podcast, Early Bird Science and co-hosts the neuroscience podcast, Headshake. She has been a part of theater and musical theater since she was five
1: years old. Her first performance with Performance Anxiety not the podcast, the uh, nonprofit group that this is run by, were in a virtual show in 2020. She played Hiker Kristen in Without a Trace, read stage directions in Tuffet,
2: and played Professor Point in The Particular Advantages of Clotting. She's a member of the Board of Directors of the Chippewa Valley Theater Guild and has a recent live stage highlight as Brooke Wyndham in CVTG's summer 2021 production of Legally Blonde, the musical.
1: So welcome. Hello, Kristen.
0: Hello! <laughs> I'm realizing, listening back to that, I think I got, this is embarrassing because the playwright's in the room, it's Leave No Trace. Or is it Without a Trace? I think it's I got, Leave No Trace. It's Leave No Trace. <laughs> I got the title of your... <laughs> We wow. I'm sorry, playwright Lauren Learman. <laughs> That's all right. I, mean... I was casting a show she wrote, and then I got the darn title wrong. Great stuff. Good start. We, we are doing real solid here on this very first episode. This is fine.
2: Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> it's good. It's good.
1: <laughs> so, then speaking of that anxiety, then, so you've been doing theater for a really long time, but you've also been podcasting for a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. What would you feel is probably the most you felt like? anxious on stage, like if something went wrong, or if you were really worried about like
0: a production, that sort of thing. On stage. Yeah, I guess I have, I have a few examples. (laughs) That's okay. That's totally fine. (laughs) So, so it's like in different ways. So one of the ones that sticks out for some reason from when I was a teenager was when I was actually in high school choir. Um, There was a solo that I had, we were doing I, if I remember right, it was a medley of Prince of Egypt songs, and I had a Hebrew solo. <laughs> and- and we had rehearsed it and like we were ready and then I go up like during the concert and like I'm supposed to step to the front and for some reason the moment that I stepped up and I was like waiting for my cue like the the instrumental to come in for my part just started shaking and like that hadn't happened to me before during a show and like I had been doing theater stuff before and like I was like what is happening to me and then the thing that made it worse was like the star musician who was like the guy who played all the instruments and was really cool in choir and was like a great above me was right behind me very very nice person but i heard him whisper just calm down <laughs> <laughs> and he did that like a measure before I was supposed to come, I was like, "That didn't help." <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things you could do to help no, someone in that situation, that is not the thing. Like telling me that you can see I'm nervous. And, oh, anyway, so that happened. I think I survived to tell the tale, perhaps, but, um, <laughs> perhaps, um, but that was one example that comes to mind. Um, that was just, that one took me completely off guard. Um, and then another, I guess I've got a couple more. So that's totally fine. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had a follow-up question yeah, yeah, for yeah.
1: how did you get through it? So how did you survive? Like,
0: what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I pushed through it. If I remember it was just, cause this has happened to me in various versions since, which I'll talk about in a second, but, I, it mostly what happens in those kinds of situations is I completely lose breath support. But fortunately, like that particular part was like in my range. And so I just sang the part. I don't know if it was good or bad, but I did it and then it was done. And then the rest of the choir had their part and it was like, OK, fine. So I didn't pass out or anything. So that was, that's the plus. That's good. Um, yeah. So got through it. Um, and then another one that was probably maybe the worst and maybe the closest I ever came to passing out actually wasn't like a big like performance. It was actually a class presentation, oh, which wow. is the weirdest thing. Um, again, another one that completely caught me off guard was uh, it was in when I was in grad school, I was in a neuroscience class and I specifically rem- remember it was a unit on hearing. And so it was like we had this assignment where it was it was a group project. Um, <laughs> neuro- we had this assignment where as, as a group, a number of us grad students, we were supposed to give a presentation on like a hearing related topic. I don't even remember what the topic was. It probably is very boring now if I talk about it. But, um, but basically what had happened is this, it was kind of unusual because in grad school, it's like a whole bunch of like type A, like capital A, People and it's like, nope, we all got our stuff together. We got, you know, you got this slide, you got this slide, we're good to go. We had it all planned out. And then we show up the day for our presentation and one of our group members just didn't show up. And like, wasn't there, didn't tell any of us, he wasn't coming, and we were still supposed to go up and present, and I don't think the professor even knew when we went up to present that there was someone missing, because it was a team-taught class, so it was, like, different professors would come in for different lectures, or for, you know, maybe two or three lectures at a time, and so, like, she didn't even know all of our names, (laughs) and so... I remember, because I was kind of taking the lead on organizing parts of it, I went up to one of my classmates who was also a friend like, hey, can you cover this one part? Like, I can't really talk about this one, but I'll cover this other one. And he just looked at me and went, no. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow. <gasps> what? Some friend. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, well, screw you too. And so, um, so, but then when, so I presented my part of it, but then when it came back around for me to like stand up again and do this other part, I didn't. I, my intention wasn't to throw anybody under the bus, but I got up and, like, started to feel, like, ears ringing and, like, all like all those, like, nervous responses and, like, then actually started to feel lightheaded and to the point where, like, I couldn't get out the words. And I could tell, like, the professor was waiting to see if she had to, like, help me with this part because, of course, she knew everything we were going to present. Um, <laughs> and, um, and then finally I was just, like against what I intended to do, I was just, like, I wasn't supposed to present this part. I actually don't know what this is supposed to be right <laughs> now. <laughs> so, uh, so, again, I didn't say the other classmate's name, but basically, like, threw the other classmate under the bus. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. Um, and, wh- I mean, I passed the class. I don't even remember what grade we got on that assignment, but, like, yeah, so managed to survive that one but that was probably the worst and like the most surprising and closest i got to just feeling like lightheaded like i'm gonna just go down well yeah (laughs) because you were like oh shit yeah what am i gonna do yeah yeah. oh i should also follow up with the the friend that i had asked afterwards I don't know if this is, this is saving face for him or making it worse, but he later on afterwards came up to me and was like, I am so sorry. I didn't realize so-and-so was gone. Girl! (laughs) Um, And I was like, you what? Like he was so (laughs) oblivious to the fact that something was going on. Like why else would I have asked you to do this part? (laughs) Okay. So then the last kind of thought with that is, um, just consistently, this is a general category is auditions. Just show auditions I'm seeing both of you nod just yes 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 Mm -hmm. is for some reason that is this node or zone in my brain that like when I go up and and it's specifically for singing auditions that all of a sudden everything in me just shuts down I can be prepared for it as much as possible and have it completely practiced and so that is just something that I don't, yeah, it just like is this little like node of impossibility in my brain. And then, and it's even separate from other portions of auditions. I don't feel that way about dance auditions. I don't feel that way about like cold reads in auditions. It literally just happens during singing auditions. And that can all be in the same show audition. (laughs) (laughs) So, a few things, I guess, with that are strategies used is, um, basically I, because I know that about myself is I basically pick songs that I know down to my core being a lot of times. That means I've been singing it like since I was in middle school, or I just know it really, really well to the point where it's like, I don't have to think about it. There's no thinking. I just know it. Um, and then yeah, and then trying to – and sometimes I wuss out and pick stuff that's not as vocally challenging, which kind of – that's a big confession. But <laughs> it's like, it's like no, I know I can do, like, more or a bigger range than this, but I know that when, like, the rest of me shuts down that there's no way I'm going to get to the – to support the note or whatever it is, and I'd rather be on pitch with the stuff I'm doing. So, like, that's kind of how I deal with that. Um, but there's there's other things that I have in mind to, like – help with that in the future but we can get to that later if you want yeah um so i mean i think
1: that's really i don't think that that's like a confession or anything to like try (laughs) and do something in your own range and what you're comfortable with yeah well yeah (laughs) like if you say something that's a quote-unquote not shallow like i i personally think that's oh honestly really really smart compared to like me who's like let's sing this high note and show off and do fucking (laughs) (laughs) Terribly. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a we have a third host who
2: is a yes. napping. We have a four month old little host here who is. Oh, there was leaving. There was
0: a sound. Yes, she made, a, she <laughs> she made a, sound. a sound. I don't know
2: if it got picked
0: up, but, <laughs> but she's, a,
2: she's <clears throat> uh, agreeing as someone who has um, been through me practicing my auditions. Mm-hmm. She knows that I practice like crazy, and I have that same anxiety. So, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. And I
1: think, especially if you decide to pick something that's like, quote, unquote, like, like you said earlier, like not as challenging. I think that being able to be like, personally, you just feel so natural with it at that point that you can play mm. with it. And I think that that's really, True. really smart. I remember the first time I, I ever saw you in, for if you don't know what auditioning means, first off, why this podcast? Oh, second. <laughs> <laughs> it's for when you are like <clears throat> trying out like you would in a sport for um, a part or to be cast in a uh, production of some sort. Yeah, tryouts. <laughs> you know, tryouts, essentially. And um, I remember the first time I saw you audition, you, it, to me, took a big risk by singing a song that's mostly sung um, by not women. It's uh, it's in a, like a tenor key.
0: Oh, thanks. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it's okay to say, yeah.
1: uh, mm. she, uh, Kristen, sung... The first time I ever saw her audition was for a musical for a Fun Home and mm-hmm. she sang uh you're uh, rocking the boat from Guys and Gals. Uh, yeah,
0: from Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Guys and Dolls. Yeah. It's it, I don't know how to <laughs> <laughs> I'm so um I am going to I'm actually very flattered you even remember what I auditioned <laughs> audition. Also for the record, I wasn't cast in that show, but it's a very small Me
1: cast. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a very small cast. And also that was that was the first time I had auditioned for anything in literal years. There was a huge break, so it, literally I went to that audition with the intention of doing it for the sake of doing it, so I could just be like, I'm doing this thing and then I'll probably do more later and they'll probably be better, but I want to like just do this one because of how auditions are and so really yeah that is so interesting because literally
1: um i went with uh one of my good friends on uh, molly who did get cast in the show yeah as uh, yeah. middle allison oh yeah but like molly and i were like oh my god like we legitimately like when we saw because i didn't know who Susie was at that point either Susie oh, yeah. yeah and we didn't see her audition because she went the night
0: a different night yeah and Mm -hmm. we
1: we thought like oh this is this is allison oh wow well thank you like yeah like even molly was like i think she might take the role i
0: want (laughs) (laughs) molly's amazing um Susie's amazing yeah no i i mean thank you i appreciate that i um the i guess true to form with what i said in terms of Singing something that I know down to my core—that's literally a role I played in high school. Really? I was nicely, nicely Johnson in Guys and Dolls in high school. Really? (laughs) So that was that was one of my that was a solo that I had. So it was like I have this. This is in my soul, and so I can sing that without thinking about it. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. So yeah, that's one of those things where it's like you're at a small school and the constant uh, theater struggle of we don't have enough males and nicely nicely doesn't technically need to be male so they cast me Who would <laughs> nicely thought? Nicely. Yeah. forward thinking so, uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> forward thinking out of necessity
1: it, <laughs> i mean yeah so you have also taught in the past as well you've taught uh-huh.
0: zumba in the past oh zumba what? yes yes zumba and also science classes too, but yes. <laughs> I mean with what, like eighty PhDs, you don't
1: teach. Huh? <laughs> Either just way. Just just the one. One. <laughs> um, sorry. So do you feel there is even like with getting your PhDs, is there yeah. a different type of like anxiousness that you feel compared to like when you were presenting your dissertation or compared to like oh. when you were on stage or compared to when you're teaching Zumba?
0: Yeah. So I guess a few things about, so the the parallel I would draw with almost all those things you just said. So like when I was giving like my final dissertation presentation, that was like iteration, I don't know, six of whatever version of that presentation would have been. I had practiced it like crazy, gotten tons of input and rehearsed. Same thing with Zumba classes, practice a ton on my own before I bring a new song in. And then also with teaching any sort of uh science coursework or anything like that like all of those are I ha- am prepared ahead of time um and so for some reason again it contradicts what I said about auditions but for some reason it's like that I'm prepared with but like I can it, it, I come into that and it's like I have a general idea how, of how I'm going to do like I think before the first time I taught um a, like one of my own full Zumba classes I kind of guest taught in some other people's before there were a tiny bit of like nerves but it was one of those where it wasn't something that felt debilitating and I knew after I got through the first song it was just like okay we're here um so yeah but I those all kind of sit in my I'm in front of a whole group of students kind of category in my head So, yeah, okay. (laughs) I I feel like there's parts of that that contradict each other now that I'm talking it through.
1: But anyway, yes, (laughs) no, that's that's it, though. Like, that's the thing about performance anxiety is that there's contradictions to it where you Mm -hmm. might feel more comfortable or confident in this because you're able to practice it so much. Mm -hmm. But because like you feel like I've got this compared to like something else where you're like, I may practice it as much as I practice something else, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel as confident in it. Mm hmm. Yeah, It can, like,
2: I think it makes complete sense personally. (laughs) Okay. And it can vary by scenario too. I mean, you can Mm -hmm. be super prepared for one thing and it's, you're fine. And then you can be super prepared for something else and it's a
0: disaster. Yep. Yeah. Which, yeah. So I guess that brings up another thought and I I hope I'm not like jumping around too much. No, (laughs) not at all. There's, there's with auditions, if you don't mind me going back to that. No, of course. A reflection i have with that which might kind of draw on what we're talking about now is that kind of a scenario it's you can't really simulate it it's like an audition can only you can only create an audition scenario in an audition scenario. And so you can try and practice on your own as much as possible, but that doesn't have people who are literally judging you and taking notes watching you and, like, whispering to each other and then a bunch of other people trying out for the same part, like, watching you all at the same time. Um, and so it, that kind of gets to, like, another thought that I've been – had been working on in recent years with how do I kind of, that that's a challenge that I want to try and, and work on, um, is just addressing that physiological response to being in a singing audition. And so part of that is trying to get as close to simulating, uh, a, an audition scenario <laughs> as possible. Um, and so part of that is, uh, this is, it's what's really unfortunate is because of the gosh darn pandemic, it's mm-hmm. actually limited that quite a bit. One of the solutions I came up with, literally, I remember this, it was the first week of March 2020. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to try practicing and going to open mics and just like getting in front of people who could give a rip about me and just like practice performing stuff I'm not comfortable performing in front of people." And then open mics haven't existed since then. (laughs) Um, And just, it's what that literally comes down to is um, from a psychology standpoint is exposure therapy. Like that's what I'm describing is, is doing safe exposures to the thing that your brain thinks is a threat and teaching it slowly that it's not. Um, And so the more and more that you like get through those scenarios and you realize, oh, this is okay. Hey, look, this was okay again. Hey, look, it's okay again. Then slowly it starts to dampen down that fear response. In theory, I need to test it on myself. Um, But it's actually like there's actual research behind that. Um, So... Yeah, that's that's one of the strategies that I'm coming up with, so but I need to do it. And it's kind of hard to right now. <laughs> well, and I know you and so, I got
2: together with yes. our friend Emily and we yep. did that to kinda do the same thing. Yeah but it's completely guys, completely different with yeah. friends that you've done theater with. Oh don't too. worry. I still got nervous
0: in front of you guys oh. too. So <laughs> Well, it was no, music it directing at the time, so you I yeah. know I'm very imposing <laughs> and intimidating. It, <laughs> it helped though. And I I know it actually got like Cause that was, so Legally Blonde the Musical was kind of the first show that I did live since the pandemic had started. And so it was helpful to get in front of people again and do that. Cause that was, yeah, it's just, it's there. Yeah. So
1: Lauren, you were in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you played... I played Vivian Vivian. and I also
2: vocal directed.
1: Yeah. So if it's okay, I I know that we're going a little, but I just, I need to know (laughs) just for like my own thing is... Because I wasn't in the production. Mm -hmm. There was a huge loss of cast members. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: <In the laughs> to put it lightly, and multiple you, waves of losses. <laughs> yes. and you were not originally oh, casted. not to death, member. by the way. This was no. because they couldn't do it. Like this was like We do have to did not die that because no. we did
2: have one scenario where a cast member did have to drop out, and the director said that so and so is no longer with us, and then paused. And we
0: all thought she had died. Oh no! Literally, (laughs) there was a gasp in the room. No, 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 no! no. With the show, with the she's still among the living. Oh my gosh! (laughs) It was a problem. That's (sighs) oh my god. Yep. Anyway, but you were originally in the ensemble. I mm, do, do. you want? I had a lot of different roles up until <laughs> when um, the show actually happened. So, and Brooke Wyndham is even like an oversimplification of when we actually did the show. So, when the final performances actually happened, I was a character named Whitney in the first act. Um, who was actually Vivian's, one of Vivian's friends. My partner um, in crime. <laughs> yeah, so I actually had, like, a couple of lines as her and then a little bit of singing, like, as that part. And I also had another ensemble, like, dancing part before that where I was, like, a, a frat I don't know if person. I was a frat girl or a frat bo- I was a frat person. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's how it ended up was, like, those three roles. But where it was, like, a couple weeks before that was I was also a district attorney and something else that I can't even remember what it was, but there I was even something. I
2: don't
0: I remember else. what it was. You were doing yeah. a lot and of stuff. Before that, in the original cast, because we because the show was cast in the in early March 2020, and then they had to recast it again, mm-hmm. and again I was supposed to be Elle's mom. <sighs> so it was a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so how, so how did, like, this is totally sidetracking from
1: the question you're trying to get at. No, too. that was just that was actually part <laughs> of my question, is just like <laughs> How did that feel like? Cause I remember oh. you had like talked about how that really was that like one of the bigger parts that you had gotten in mm-hmm. like that in this theater field. Pumping.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Since we're talking about performance anxiety, um. So I found out. One week before tech week, um, we actually had the cast member that was playing Brooke Wyndham, we found out couldn't do it anymore. And so they had tapped me to to do that. And so that was a Monday and I couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally was laying in bed with the script in hand, like reading through and like trying to get ever, as much like in my brain as I could, because I figured like if I could just like get close to memorizing it as fast as possible. Then I could do like a rapid version of polishing it. But that was kind of where it was. Was like, oh, all of a sudden now I have pages of lines, and <laughs> I need to and and a whole like song solo and like all of this. And so yeah, it was. I think in that case it was less performance anxiety and just I this. I'm gonna categorize this differently. I would call it fear of public humiliation. <laughs>
1: that's, that's very fair
0: it's, it's like, it is related to perform it causes performance anxiety um or stage fright but like that was i i felt like that's how i categorized it in my head was like the driver was like i'm gonna be embarrassed if i don't work my butt off for the next you know week and a half two weeks on this and so it's like no i gotta do this so that's what it was it wasn't as much as i'm nervous it was just like no, we got to take care of business right now. Well, and I think one
2: of the funniest things was you came that next day to rehearsal. You found out on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, you come to rehearsal and you've got most of your lines. You're off book already for most of it. <laughs> and we're all sitting there like, there's some of us who can't even get all of our lines and she's known this
0: for a day. <laughs> I mean, thank you for saying so. Oh my God. I feel like this is like patting me on the back a lot. Thank you. But it, yeah, literally it was a result of... um insomnia driven by, yeah, fear of public humiliation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's... So so that's what got you through it, was mm. just your own fear of embarrassing, like, yourself and that, -hmm. which is
0: a very valid way to get through that. (laughs) I guess I should add to that, too, is that also some of, like, the, the internal conversation too was like in in some ways I think of like a show or when you're in a theater show is you're a team and so I did not want to let my teammates down either because I knew that it was like there was a lot that had already been choreographed and like put in here and it's like I want to still be a good teammate even though now I have a different um part that I'm playing right now or yeah that's yeah still (laughs) on that note (laughs) I want to say that I am personally
1: like really like just floored especially how you were just able to
0: jump in and do that since also jump literally Literally, it was a jump roping role
1: (laughs) 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 but that's the thing like you talked about you talked earlier about how you like to be prepared you like Mm -hmm. to be comfortable in it in order to feel like this is what i'm doing and then this was just like bam and the fact that you were able to take something like that and just do and from what i have heard extremely well was well, thank you. Super
0: fantastic. Thank you. So, this is, I should come on this podcast. <laughs> I you should have us on like, your podcast. I was like, just come, come, yeah, come and like like let us compliment, compliment you and yes, how yes, wonderful please. you are. Oh,
2: how great it is. Yes. Yes, yes, you yes, are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you you but slid in you. from that role just so it. I know for you, it was a lot of anxiety and inner turmoil and whatnot. And it, but like everybody else, we, it just looked so effortless. We were just amazed. Well, and granted, like you had already been in the jump roping
0: number. So there were multiple people right. jump
2: roping. So yeah. that definitely played to your advantage. It yeah. wasn't like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. The, they it took... wasn't
0: it, it wasn't that I was unfamiliar with the song in the first place. Like I, I just had to, I had to unlearn some of it and then learn a new part, but at least I knew the gist of it. So, right. but yeah.
2: Well, and I still remember talking to, um, uh, the girl who slid into your DA role yeah. mm-hmm. and hearing about her reaction when they told her that mm-hmm. they were like, Oh yeah, so-and-so had to drop. So we're going to, and she thought they were going to ask her to do it. And she's like, oh. you think I'm that in shape? And then <gasps> they, heard, so we're going to ask Kristen to do that part. <laughs> and you're going to do the DA. And she's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> she did a great job as DA too. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. did fantastic yeah. too. Everybody really stepped up mm-hmm. for that. It there, were, there was a lot of stepping up all around that cast, I feel mean. like. Just between <laughs> the original cast we had our people that ended up dropping out and then we infilled, and it, it worked out really well, and
0: a large part of that is because of you. Wow. Thank you. I think that could be a future episode. Right. Just talking
1: about that performance just, in just general. that <laughs> show
2: just that show absolutely <laughs> we need to, it's
0: like we need to debrief blonde <laughs> <It's,
2: laughs> legally all, all legally. Of the moving parts seriously that <laughs> needs to be an episode of this because the anxiety from everyone there's a lot there's a lot to go mm-hmm. around
1: yeah we could absolutely i mean like yeah if you guys wanted to help me get that together yeah. people want to listen to it and know uh-huh. The tea, as some people say. (laughs) As the kids say. I will spill all that tea (laughs) in your teacups. But, Kristen. Yes. Do you have, what projects are you doing right now after debriefing from your <laughs> whirlwind adventure in Legally Blonde, the musical?
0: Um, so I guess ongoing, um, I've got the couple of science podcasts that you noted before. So the one is uh, Early Bird Science, um, which I'll share this info with you too, but it's at earlybirdscience.com and you can find all the players from there. It's on almost all of the big players. We have, I don't think I've found other ones we're missing. Um, but that's just a general science podcast that I do solo. Just. Um, and then <laughs> it's the other, the other podcast uh, is called Headshake and that's a neuroscience podcast that I co-host with Nathan A. Libby. Um, and that one is at headshake.show which is S-H-O-W. So those are the projects I've got going now.
1: Well then, heck yeah. yeah. I'm sure to link that in Go check those out. Thank you. Well, Kristen, thanks again for coming on our show. Again, you always blow our minds with just everything that you can freaking do. Constantly. <laughs> even thank though you look eff- even though you you say you have anxiety, to us, it's like she's just fucking perfect.
2: Right. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but again, it's you. the it's the compliment Kristen show. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what we're gonna no, I'm rename. Cool this with that.
0: this, this is, is just keep them coming. Weekly yes. episodes
2: <laughs> where we compliment Kristen. <laughs> that's always. But
0: on Thank that, you for having me. I really course. appreciate
1: it. I'm super glad we could have you. Well, I'm Tabitha Tatro. And I'm Lauren Learman. And this has been Performing with Anxiety. I don't have an outro yet. We'll figure it out later. <laughs>